This, a spanner in the works, podcast episode is brought to you in partnership with Idea Spies. I'm Lynn Wood, the founder and chief Idea Spy of Idea Spies. Gillian Coban, co-founder of Coban and Blair and artistic editor of Idea Spies, will update you on what's new and exciting in the creative industries. Coban and Blair search for new opportunities, processes, materials, and techniques to engage their customers and design for their needs. The ideas Gillian posts on Ideaspies are very popular, often appearing in Ideaspies Weekly. Welcome, Gillian. Thank you, Lynn. I'm coming to you today from Gadigal Country um, in Sydney. I'm going to look at this in maybe a different way. I think that ideas in the artistic area are a little bit different, the way they're expressed, where they come from, where they go, how long they last. So that's kind of where I'm coming from today. Uh, my background is as is, is an art and media teacher and a curriculum consultant in that area. I've worked in the in communications in the New South Wales Premier's Department, but for the last 34 years, I've worked in my own business as a co-founder and we're a product design business. So basically, we're looking for ideas all the time. Now, we've been doing this for 34 years. So there's many iterations, many ideas, and many economic challenges that we've had to face. But what's really interesting to me is that we started out um, in a sustain- on a sustainable trend with recycled paper, making stationary-type products from recycled paper, which we had to import from America. Now... <laughs> Today, 34 years later, we are really on trend. So much has changed, so much more is sustainable and clients accept the need for that. Okay, so that's sort of me. Just in terms of locating ideas, um, I'm very curious. I'm always interested in things that are different. Things float by me. I come across people. We collaborate with people um, and we're just exploring all the time. And to me, artistic ideas are a need to express, they're a process, they're a a means to sort of explore and a way to communicate. Other ideas do that too, but they're often a solution to a problem or an iteration or an improvement. And, of course, they all come from people or groups. They need to be worked on, they need to be processed. Many are just in the mind, many are not even useful, but they're sort of happening all the time. Artistic ideas, like all other ideas, are located in time, space, culture. They can be images, words, sounds, bits. They are part of a human process, um, a process maybe very fast becoming an AI process, but I guess there's still people behind that. But basically, artistic ideas aim to communicate something. They're an expression of how someone feels. They might be a message. They challenge There can be an emotional response. They try to shock, persuade, indoctrinate even. But they sort of come from the power of our imaginations. They cover also a very wide range, a very broad range, when you're looking at where these ideas come from, like various materials. You know, we might have started off with ochre, canvases, sand or rocks, celluloid, 3D um, printer filaments or whatever. It's a bit, bit broad range where they can come from. They come from politics, you know, things that are true or not, what rises up to the surface that's taken up. 
whether it's cartoons or whatever. Um, religion ideas come from there, the place of art and architecture and sculpture in how religion is communicated and also the boundaries that they, they impose. Advocacy is another great way, ways to communicate through um, channels that are not controlled by somebody else. The media, what raises, what comes up to the surface and gets said and what doesn't. And then there's the idea of funding. You know, patrons in the past, government, philanthropic grants, living on a smell of an oily rag, you know, these all come into where artistic ideas come from and how they're felt. And, of course, geography, where in the world, means that the stories are different, the outcomes are different, the expressions are different. But they all offer opportunities, they all offer barriers, and they all require exploration that often leads to from one idea to another. What I focus on, I suppose, and I try to do it as broadly as I can, as internationally as I can, um, is around, say, painting from ochre to oil to all sorts of new materials that have been invented, all sorts of colours, all sorts of ways of, um, you know, when you're printing, getting all sorts of different types of colours, special colours, all colours have names and so forth. And in performance, whether it's a one-person performance or whether it's a huge opera or a big rap group, are also artistic ideas. And then with, say, fashion, with the Izzy Mayaki um, um, idea I had this week, which has been quite popular, he, he passed just recently, but he invented this whole idea using technology to pleat materials so that they, they didn't wear, they didn't crush, um, and as I said in my post, I bought a shirt in Japan 30 years ago of his, and I still wear it. People still comment, and it's still modern. You know, it still works. Um, and then within fashion, there's the power of slow fashion, the changes that are happening, or in the secondhand market where things are reused, reinvented, rebuilt, um, and re-curated. If you're looking even at secondhand shops, how they just used to be things where you just went and found things. Now they're really, they're like first, <laughs> first fashion shops. They're curated. They're, looked, they're made to look really beautiful. Then, of course, with technology, we've got all the NFTs, we've got CAD, we've got Canvas, we've got Canva, we've got 3D printing and all those artistic enhancing programs that um, enable you to recreate a work. We had a bit of fun recently with a dog we have at work. We dressed it up in all sorts of different ways from, you know, whether it was in the Renaissance or whether it was, you know, skating on ice somewhere. We could do all of that just with technology. And then with the theatre, I don't know whether any of you have seen the picture of Dorian Gray where you have one actress but you have this huge media and tech team behind which brings a whole new idea together. But it's a huge collaborative um, organisation to do that. And then there's poetry. Um, an example that I like is Indigenous poet Eric Avery, who's also a violinist. And I went to a session of his in the Botanical Gardens in Sydney where he spoke his poetry and played the violin. It was so totally emotionally moving. It was just wonderful. And, then of course, there's music, past, present, future, electronic, whatever. Um, recently I saw a, and I think I put this up as a, an idea once, on a, a YouTube clip, Little Big, which is a Russian, I don't know what you'd quite call them, whether they're, um, whether they're political, whether they're poets, whether they're 
um, musicians, whether they're actors, I don't know. But just the stories just really out there making you think with incredibly strong production values. And then, of course, all the ideas that come out of film and TV, advertising, social media, architecture, and then consumables, all these things we buy and make, um, and writing and photography, just to name a few more. We have a window gallery at work and we have an exhibition up at the moment that a woman's done. She's taking these beautiful photographs of flowers and then she's embroidered into the photograph, which is really sort of minute, but just a lovely idea that just took something a little bit further. So basically I look for something that stands out, that communicates a message, perhaps takes a risk, provokes, informs, is shareable, hopefully, <laughs> um, inspires, or makes someone stop and see something different, differently. Uh, and I'm particularly interested in ideas that support climate action and the circular economy, but also ideas that communicate beauty and meaning and fun and ones that just ones that stop and make us think. So that's sort of where I'm coming from. Collaboration in all of this is incredibly significant. And I think it's in a sense, as idea spies, we're collaborating <laughs> together to um, push ideas forward. And in my business, it's very important because it brings new voices and new ideas and other cultures into our thinking. I've just read um, After Steve by Trip Mickle, which is about um, Steve Jobs and the design process that he had with John Ives, which is certainly worth a read. The author, who obviously interviewed hundreds of people, maintains that to survive financially, Apple has actually lost its soul because the design process was extremely exacting, extremely expensive, pretty brutal, but made huge changes across that sort of technology. And even with the Apple campus that they built, they had to have all the special glass made, special factories had to be developed. And it changed, it just brought in a whole new way of um, working with glass. So, um, you know, the ideas come across in all sorts of ways. For me, the Bangara Dance Company probably displays a wealth of artistic ideas. The performances, and if you haven't seen it, it's really worth having a look. The performances challenge and communicate. The set, the design, the sets, the design of the sets are just fantastic. The lighting, costumes, movement, sound, how the bodies move in space, the dance that they've created, and the story they tell. It actually has everything. It has texture, line, colour, space, sound, form, shape and value with an incredibly strong storyline. So basically I've sort of just scratched the surface about the power of an idea, you know, where a spark can come from, how it can end up with something in value. But something that really worries me with a lot of this is that there's so many ideas but do we have the time to notice them, to reflect, to understand and engage with them properly? Because it's really time consuming. And I think this is one of the, the biggest ideas of get, uh, biggest challenges for getting new ideas up. You know, people might go to a gallery and they look at 100 things. You can't engage intellectually or emotionally with 100 things at once. You know, you really do need to take the time to understand where an idea has come from, where it's going, what it's trying to say. So just some thoughts. Can we live without having ideas? 
What is the difference between having a thought and an idea? Ideas are good and they're also bad. And are we prepared to value the time exploring ideas, even if learning is just the, is the only justification for the process? So I'm interested if any of you have got a comment on any of that. That's sort of my take on where I come from with my ideas. Well, thank you very much, Gillian. Uh, that's wonderful. Uh, love the wide-ranging point of view. And agree, it's very important that we take the time to understand ideas. Thank you very, very much. <laughs>